Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. This is episode number 25 with IWantToWriteYourStory.com. Welcome to Thrive Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and business coach, and I've decided to bring on other successful entrepreneurs to share their story and how they are helping others to thrive. Today's guest, Samantha Houghton, mentor, author, and ghostwriter, who has been able to help others write their stories, get them published, and has found power in sharing her own story. Welcome, Samantha. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to have you here today, and you have a very powerful journey and a very powerful story, and I'm wondering if we can start out if you can share your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, sure. So I'd say really, it kind of, I was giving this some thought, and I think really it started when I was probably around about in my early teens, because I used to, I went through a phase and I was really into alternative music. But I was always wanting to earn money. I always remember wanting to earn money from a really young age. So I was always finding ways to do that. And one of the ways I found then was I used to collect quite, not very rare records, but quite unusual. Back in the day, we had things, I think they were called flexi discs. So they were like discs and they'd have like all patterns on and images, quite unusual. And so I used to collect these, but then I would trade them in, make some profit on them. And I'd trail around all the secondhand stalls and record shops we had in, in my city and used to cash that in, get the money. Then I could either buy something else, save the money or whatever. And then I did a similar thing with clothing as well. And then over the years, and this was before I traditionally went into business. Over here, we have things called car boot sales. You may have heard of them. So you're literally selling stuff out of your car boot. Everyone gets together in a field. And sells like your unwanted stuff. But, you know, I, I loved doing that. And I always loved sort of like the whole trading thing, exchanging goods for money, having the banter with the clients and just basically having no boss breathing over me. <laughs> My dad had always worked for himself. So he was like a real role model for me. And I thought, you know what, I want that. I want that one day for myself. So the seed was set when I was young. But it took me quite a long time to get to that point of actually making that break, taking that leap and working for myself. And it was about six years ago, the last job I was ever in. I quite liked the job, but I didn't like who I was working for because there was a lot of bullying. It wasn't a very sort of positive environment to be in. And it actually really impacted on my mental health. And I had some time off. And while I was off, I started to look around and I really started to think, you know, my son, he was a young teenager at that point because I'd been a single mum for years. And I thought, I think my time's coming up. Time for me to actually, you know, branch off and do what I really want to do rather than just be stuck in a job with no great prospects. And just have this like real hankering to do my own project. And I kind of had that for years, really, but pushed it down because a, I'd been a single mum and it just felt like such a risk. And B, I didn't have a lot of confidence at that point in my life. I had a lot of struggles I had to overcome. So anyway, I started to look around and there was a couple of courses on offer at that time. And one of them was all about idea generation. So I did that. That was really interesting. 
And then I did another one more on the financial side, which is not my greatest strength. I really enjoyed these. And it was whilst I was doing those, I thought, you know what, I'm not going back to that job because the culture was never going to change there. And it just felt like the time was right. I gained quite a bit of confidence during these courses. And I thought, right, okay, what am I going to do? I need to get my act together and sort something out really quick so that I can start to bring income in more or less straight away. It's like, (laughs) so I don't have to go back to this job because I have no savings or anything. So I was like, right, what am I going to do? And I got myself a business mentor through this. At that time, there was quite a bit of support in my city for entrepreneurs and people starting up in business so I had this mentor thrashed some ideas out and then came upon the idea because I in my past like I'd done this sort of like selling items and things like that and I'd actually worked in retail so I was like really familiar with that so I thought I think I'm going to do something where I'm like selling retail so I had a very good keen eye for fashion and in particular, jewellery and accessories, right back from the days when I was sort of selling things as well, and into this alternative fashion. And another thing is, I don't drive. Quite unusual, probably, for most people who look at me gone out, but I don't drive. I never learned. It was never a desire. And so that was like, right, okay, so how am I going to like sell things? Because I knew nothing about online selling or anything at that point. And I was probably even a techie phobe, you could call me. So I was like, right, I had a vision of just getting out there, like face to face and selling. So I thought, right, I haven't got a car, so that's a bit of an obstacle. What can I do? So I thought, right, we're going to go for jewellery and like vintage inspired jewellery, which was really on trend at that time. And something I really loved as well. And I got myself kitted out with a thousand suppliers, travelling jewellery case. It was on wheels, so I was able to be portable and take this jewelry around and I just basically got myself everywhere that I possibly could so I approached businesses they had like workplace sales at lunch times I did all kinds of markets and events you name it I was just everywhere and it was really really exciting because I'd quit my job and I just went for it and I had this big vision of growing it from day one I wanted it to be like an international franchise And over the next three years, I started to recruit people as sales agents and it was growing and growing. And then I got into the world of social media and I ended up falling in love with it. And that was a fantastic platform to sell the products, find people to join the business. And that's what I did. And then I did that for about four years. But then eventually two things happened. I didn't feel fulfilled anymore. It didn't feel enough. I didn't want to just sell stuff anymore. I felt I had a much deeper purpose, which was coming out gradually throughout my business journey because I started to do some speaking. I had some speaker training. And my story was always my big why driving me forward, stuff that had happened to me in my past. So eventually it became all about I need to share my story. I need to help people to the point where I really burnt out because I'd never stopped working. Part of me felt I had a lot to prove to myself. So then I burnt out. And while I was off, um, sort of like recovering, I was allowing myself to watch things like Netflix, which I hadn't done for like years. I hadn't let myself 
have a life outside of my business really so I tuned in to me again on what I really wanted and basically reevaluated everything and then my intuition was telling me to share my story write my book which is what I'd always loved when I was a young girl creative writing at school and I had aspirations to be an author one day and to become a journalist that's something that really inspired me and so I wrote my book and I had no idea of how I was going to take it forward I started to behave in quite a different way and I was tuning into my intuition a lot more than just the whole chase and push and you know just get out there and sell 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 and I was getting more speaking opportunities come my way and then I created a course an online program to help people with all the struggles that I'd been through and I got some clients from that and this was all without really trying too hard so that was really good and then I thought actually this still doesn't feel quite right it's not quite where I want to be but then in the meantime I had somebody reach out to me a local person very successful businessman and he'd seen what I'd done with my book because as well as this course I really devoted a lot of last year to promoting my book and I was doing events everywhere with that online and I built up quite a following online through that and generally just had this massive desire to get out there and I did a lot more speaking and this businessman had been following my journey as had a few other people and he reached out and asked for help he wanted to achieve the same he felt he had a real powerful story to share could I help him so that was my first experience of ghostwriting so help this man to write his book and it's all been really kind of I call it magical as in I've known what to do I haven't had to train or anything and I think it's all my past experiences and the skills I had within because I wanted to be a journalist I wanted to be a writer I love writing so kind of like I think those skills were already within there and I'm fascinated with people and why they do what they do in psychology. So it all marries together really well. And then I had some other people reach out that wanted to write their books themselves but hadn't got a clue. They couldn't get clear on what they wanted to do. So I put together a mentoring program about how and it's all focused on people writing and sharing their true stories, their own life stories. That's what I'm hugely passionate about because I haven't really talked about my past and what that involved, but it stems from that. And then earlier this year, the lady that helped me to design and publish my book, we decided to form like a collaboration. And that's when I want to write your story.com was launched in February this year. And it's just gone from strength to strength. I've just gained more ghostwriting clients quite a lot of mentoring clients and at the moment we've got several books all coming to the end of their journey their writing journey at the moment so by December January time seven new authors going out into the world which is really really exciting. What would you say to someone out there that maybe they wrote their book but they never really put it out there because they're afraid of hearing their story or they haven't written anything they want to do it but they're afraid of maybe judgment or being transparent 
that is probably from my experience so far and one that I went through myself the biggest fear the biggest fear is like putting yourself out there and making yourself that vulnerable person however it's really for me a big part of writing your life story is giving yourself permission to tell the truth like I say it's something I struggled with so I actually had I wrote my book really quickly I did it in 16 days but during that period I stopped for a few days because I had like these sort of limiting beliefs coming in and I spoke to a coach and she helped me to shift it to a different perspective. So that's what I do with my clients now. And it's the old thing, isn't it? People are going to judge anyway. People judge. It's part of human nature, really. But it's, I think if you're one of these people that want to write and share your true story, there's a real reason behind that. There's a real purpose. And it's about looking at that and what that purpose is. And for me, it was I really wanted to help other people that were in a place or had been in a place similar to what I'd been because I couldn't bear the thought of anyone struggling and feeling like on their own. And so by focusing on that, it takes away from your fears and doubts. And by tapping into that, it gives you the strength to see it another way because and it's also actually the most liberating thing I've ever done because for me I'd had mental health issues when I was younger so I went through trauma never really received the right help so I had problems escalated and it went on for a long time and had real knock-on effect on my self-esteem and confidence it held me back massively in life I think I would have started a business much sooner but for me, it was very much about I'd healed a lot of things, but I couldn't let go of the shame. And so part of my intuition telling me to write my story was also to help me to let go of the shame. And I think from the clients I've had, there's quite a lot of that. That's quite a common theme. And also about forgiveness. I think it's about forgiving yourself, maybe forgiving other people in your life. And just generally thinking, it's okay, we've all got our own truth and we all have the right to share that. It's, I think if you, the intention behind it is to help, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And you can write your book in, I mean, I wrote mine in really honestly, and it's been remarked upon how honest it is. But for me, it was like, well, if I'm going to share my truth, I have to share everything. Otherwise, it just feels like I'm cheating myself. And I really do believe as well that by holding back on things that you maybe feel too ashamed to share, it could be that one thing that you're holding back on that could actually really help someone else. So I've read so many of these books over the years and helped me so much. I'd go so far as to say I feel like they helped save my life because it was really, really hard for so long. And these books really got me through, as well as like self-help books. I just found it really inspiring to, like a case, study someone else's life, see what they did, try and find someone you can resonate with and try what they did. It might work for you. So for me, they're very, very powerful books. That's amazing. So what are you most grateful for in your current business? I am most grateful for my clients. 
absolutely amazing people. I think they're very special people because they've all been through some really, really hard, bad stuff. You know, I'm talking really deep traumas, but they've come through the other side. So they're very strong people, but they're also very empathic, very big hearted people. And I just, it feels such a blessing to be helping them to share their story, which will help them and then help other people as well. It makes it okay. You share your story and it makes it okay for other people to do it. It has that, like, that ripple effect going out into the world. So in sharing your story in a book, how does that help somebody to live their best life? And how has it helped you? You know, you've explained a little bit about, you know, getting that out there and, and it's yeah. a healing process. But what are the other ways that it has really affected others' lives that you've seen and, and yourself as well? Well, for myself and for every single client, well, apart from one, actually, all of the other clients very clearly they haven't realized this at the start of the journey but as they've gone through by the end or even at the middle they know what their purpose is in life it's a very deep cathartic process but it really gives you huge clarity it helps make sense of your past if you're still sort of struggling to piece things together and why did that happen then and why did that happen everything sort of starts to slot into place more and through that process people seem to just get this really deep clarity and realize why they're here so like for example well for me it's brought me to do this help other people I've got a couple of clients in the USA they are my clients don't mind me sharing this by the way they're a mother and daughter And the daughter was abused severely when she was a really young girl. And when the mum found out when she was 16, you you can only imagine the impact that had on their lives. And then things were very complex. And the girl went on to have problems for many, many years, as did the mum trying to help her. And they were estranged for a period of time. And Mm -hmm. it's only now that they've come together and they were ready to share their stories. So it's one book, but it's the mother and daughter's stories in one book. And then it's really clever how it's all come about. They wanted to have some dialogue in there to demonstrate the different perspectives on the same sort of situation. So it's all weaved together. And I know it's going to help a lot of people who've been through sexual abuse. And they're now setting up a whole coaching business all about helping to empower other women in particular. And so I'm so proud of them and the journey that they've been on to get to this point. And then I've got uh, a male client in the UK where I am, and he amazes me. This guy was expelled from school when he was 15, I think it was. So he came to me, massive desire to share his story, but he really was not confident with reading or writing of his schooling years and had what happened and this guy fell into the wrong crowds he didn't have the guidance when he was a young person and he started to experience a lot of anxiety and something called harm OCD 
which is not something I'd actually come across before. I had OCD, but not harm OCD. And so I found out about that through him. And then he fell into the wrong side of the law, really, and ended up in prison for a short while as a young man. But he now has this real purpose. He wants to help other, other men and other young men with their mental health problems. And if you're coming out of, say, prison, and you feel you've got no prospects, he wants to help people, you know, because he's now being really successful in business and built up several businesses. So he's going to be a real inspiration for these people. And then I've got another lady from the UK. Her story was very much about bereavement, about loss, and about how she coped with it when her children were young. She lost her husband really suddenly overnight. There was lots of complications with it. He was in another country and all kinds of things. But through this process, she realised she'd never properly healed from it because the kids were really young. They had a business. There was a lot to cope with and she just sort of put everything in a box and put it away. But I think once you've done that and not sorted it out, some point in your life it comes back which is what had happened with her so a it's helped her to properly grieve and now she's setting up a charity on the back of this book for other people with bereavement especially if they've got young children which is just another beautiful story so I find them all incredible people yeah really proud of them all That's amazing. I mean, I think about how many people nowadays have issues, you know, mental health issues. They're struggling. We hear all these stories in the news of people committing suicide because they're struggling. And, you know, it sounds like from the people that you've worked with as they've been able to get everything out on paper, that it's a powerful healing tool. Very much so. Yeah. I think it's two things. I think it's the actual process of writing. So it's like a real release. That's something I found as a young girl. I used to write sort of like a journal, I guess, but also I used to write poetry. I don't really do the poetry anymore, but it was the release, I think, of getting, especially if you're like a really deep feeling person, you've got all these emotions churning around. They need to come out and it's such a productive way to get them out. But then I think also it's the, finding your purpose through this as well it's like kind of like the two things it's very very enlightening and I know for myself most definitely and I'm pretty sure some of my clients have mentioned this you kind of having for quite a while afterwards new realizations keep coming in as well sort of like new things I think it's probably your subconscious sort of playing things through processing things and it's like again it's like little light bulb moments I used to have and it'd be oh yeah that's that's why that happened and sort of still making sense of everything so yeah it's it's really really therapeutic one of my clients sent me a message the other day and he said it was the best therapy he's ever had and not that promote it as therapy or anything it's It, but yeah, that's one of the, the perks, I guess you could say. But yeah, what a perk. Huh? Yeah, what a perk. <laughs> you know, it makes, me, it makes me think, oh, everyone just needs to know that they just need to write. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly how I feel, yeah. And when people say, oh, I don't think I've got a story, I'm like, absolutely, you have. You absolutely have. I believe everybody's got at least something yeah. that could 
potentially change someone else's life. So what are some of the biggest struggles that writers face? I think probably the one sort of touched on earlier, that fear of judgment, but not just from other people. Quite a lot of writers, and myself included at times, very self-critical. I think that's the thing with anything creative. It really is very personal. You've put your heart and soul into it. And then you're putting it out there for the world to see and potentially judge. But I think you can be your own worst critic to the point where you don't put it out there. That's the criminal part of it. It's like so many people start writing books and then they don't finish them because they let all of these fears come in and this self-judgment. So for me, that, that just seems such a huge waste because it takes, you know, it's, it takes a lot of energy and effort to write a book. I know that you know that. I know you you've written some books and I think you're halfway through one at the moment, but it's like all the energy you put into that and then for not to do anything with it, it's yeah, that's so frustrating. So if anyone's listening to this and they've they've done that, please I urge you to pick that book back up again and try and get back into it and see it through. Because I remember the day before my book launch, I was I said to my mom, Oh my god, what what have I done? You know, my story is going out there. And I had all these last minute panics. But then it was incredible when she started to get the feedback and reviews and people say, and when people say it's really helpful, there's nothing more rewarding than that. So I heard you get those books finished. <laughs> <laughs> so you have some mentoring programs and coaching programs. So with mm-hmm. your mentoring program, um, how does it help those who are like brand new to writing? If there's somebody out there that's like, wow, I'd like to do a book that I just yeah. Where to start? Yeah, sure. I've honed it a lot over the last sort of 10 months or so since I created it. So I keep adding and tweaking because I just want it to be, you know, the best it can be for people. And I really try and take that on board. I mean, I always find out from a client at the start how much experience they've got. So I know what to expect and sort of like the level of support they'll need. But they can get as little or as much from this course as they want to. So I've tried to keep it as simple as possible. So I break it down. It's a very logical process for what's a creative project. So I've broken it down into steps. So I think for most people, even if they're not experienced with writing, that they get enough support in there. Well, I know that they do, actually. The client that I mentioned a few minutes ago who gets expelled from school, he's, he's a perfect example. So he's not confident at all with reading or writing. And yet he's now on to almost 40,000 words in his book. And he's done that in about the last five or six weeks. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been amazing. Been amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And so you also have like a couple of online courses that help writers with procrastination and motivation and the process of getting their book done. What are some of the success stories of those that have actually used the online course? Yeah, yeah. It's, to be honest, the online course, it's more the mentoring program. I found most people want the one-to-one, someone guiding them through. I've not hugely promoted the online program because everyone so far have wanted, you know, that guidance and that one-to-one mentoring. Yeah. I think because it's not like we're writing business books it's not like we're writing textbooks 
it's a really deep personal story you have got like the therapeutic aspect with that and so people have sort of wanted that as well and someone to speak to the whole way through and support them so that has been my focus to be fair I've not really promoted the program so yeah maybe that's something I do need to start doing because in effect it is what you get in the one-to-one mentoring is pretty much what you get in the online program but there's no contact with that so that's just you know you click the button purchase and all the content's there for you but then you'd get no feedback and another big thing I find clients want is that feedback on their work especially when they first start and it being critiqued and how can I improve it and suggestions and things like that as well which you wouldn't get with the course that makes sense yeah but Mm. if there's people out there that they've written books before but it helps to have someone to tell them what to do next or structure it yeah 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 it'd certainly help you with that yeah Yeah. my last question for you today Mm -hmm. is if you're able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out as an entrepreneur what would it be oh that's a tough one isn't it let's think am I allowed to have two yeah you could do two (laughs) (laughs) because they kind of go together really self-belief that's huge because unless you have like quite unwavering self-belief you have to really work on that it's very hard to run a business and to put yourself out there but for me what goes hand in hand with that is to actually really listen to yourself a lot more I spend a lot of time listening to experts and other people that have advised me what to do and I found I was going off my own path and going off on different tangents and I can be quite and I think a lot of entrepreneurs can be as well sort of like oh these different projects on the go and things but it's about focusing for me it's about focusing on one thing really nailing that and then moving on to the next thing so yeah listen to yourself tune into what it is you really want and because I believe we all have our own answers I really do if you tune in enough and trust yourself. So yeah, trust yourself. That's good. So if you're listening, I want to mention that Samantha has a Facebook group you can be a part of, and I will link that on my website. Her website is IWantToWriteYourStory.com, and you can also get a copy of her book on Amazon. Do you want to mention a little bit about your book? Yeah, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, I wrote it last year. So it's an account really of my personal journey from when I was about age 10 right through to current day which was beginning of last year so it goes through the trauma experience as a young girl and then the mental health struggles that I had for about 25 years there weren't things that went overnight because I didn't basically get the right help I didn't get sorted out one thing sort of built on top of another and there was so many layers I had to peel back and deal with over the years through different therapies but it was mainly the books and the writing that helped me most of all so I share like all my journey the struggles I went through had addictions and things um share that like I say very very honestly because I really wanted to help other people then it goes through my business journey as well and life as a single mum and all that brings and then in the last chapter I have put sort of what I call my life lessons in there 
and things that I feel like could help other people, especially aimed at younger people as well. So I wanted to feel like if anyone was reading my book and could resonate with what I was going through, there's a chapter at the end that can hopefully help you to shift your perspective and maybe see things in a slightly different light so you can like help yourself in that way. And that's on Amazon and that's available as a paperback or as a Kindle version. Thank you so much for coming on today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing your story and how you're impacting the world. It's been an amazing podcast. Again, I want to mention if you're listening, you can visit Samantha's website at IWantToWriteYourStory.com. Thank you so much for coming on and it's been just a wonderful time. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Well, if you want more information about this podcast, you can go to a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful week.